Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Well, not yet. Welcome everyone to Coach in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. Today is the Friday before Christmas. For me, this is going to be one of the good ones, I guess you can say. Not that every day is a bad day, but this one's going to be special because in 2018 was the last time I saw my family for Christmas and the holidays. And it was going to be something we did maybe every year or every other year, but the world had different plans. So that's when we had COVID and the pandemic in 2020. So 2019, a lot of the travel plans that I had planned were already starting to unravel and it wasn't going to happen. And then in 2020, with the lockdowns and all the uncertainty that was going on, we basically made the choice to keep everyone safe in the sense of, let's just stay where we are, do the best we can and be there in spirit. And that's what we did. We just stayed where we were. And even though we were talking, communicating, doing all of those things, it wasn't the same. And then even I'm sure going to Christmas with a mask on, it wouldn't be the same either. Because for me at that time, it was like, you knew if you were sick, if you weren't sick. People were uncertain. They didn't know if they were sick. I think a lot of people, when they get the sniffles or the common cold, they're in full-blown denial. For example, someone sneezes maybe two or three times. It could be allergies. Yeah. It could be, you know, dust or whatever. But maybe that's the sign saying that you're about to get sick, buddy, and you need to do something about it. But most people don't do anything about it. But for me, I'm very aware of who I am in my body. So if my body is a little bit off kilter, oh, I'm getting sick. I sneeze one time, two times, three times, whatever it is. I feel it coming. I have a remedy for it too. I have a vitamin C serum that is top secret. My brother told me about it and it has been my lifesaver. If I feel a little scratch in my throat, I have to take it immediately because if I get sick, then I'm trying to not get sick. And guess what happens? It's too late already. And in the same sense, that's our life. In the same sense, we feel something coming on. We feel maybe something good or something bad, but we don't do anything about it. And both, of course, if something is bad, we don't do nothing about it. If something's good, we don't do nothing about it. And then we wonder why we have the life that we have. I have good news for you. We're going to be looking at that aspect today because I want you to understand that you can have good and you can have bad. And just because you have bad doesn't mean you ignore it. And just because you have good doesn't mean you stop paying attention because we can easily take for granted all the things we have in our life and we can easily say our life is full of hardship and challenge. Not saying that your life isn't. I'm sure you have a very difficult life. We all do. We all have our own problems and our own issues and our own circumstances that we have to deal with. It's just that some people rise to the challenge. Some people rise to the occasion. And then there's some people who just are bystanders, who just let things happen to them. But we can't let things happen to us. We just can't wish and hope for things to happen. We, we just can't be little kids and make a Christmas list out to Santa and saying, Santa, I want all these wonderful things in my life. I was a good boy and a good girl. Please give me this. I was good all year. But every single day, we were blessed with another day. Otherwise, you wouldn't be watching this or listening to this episode. So how can we be more focused and more prime into our day? Well, we have to figure out what type of mindset are we going into each day with? Because if we're not looking at the good and the bad, the yin and yang, then we're going to be susceptible to falling victim to looking at the bad only or looking at the good only. We have to look at both. And around this time of year, I like to look at all of the different type of decorations and all of the different types of gifts and things that are going on and all the sales that are really not sales. They just say it's $4.99, but it's really $300. But then at the time before Christmas, it was just really $300. You know, that's sales and marketing for you, number one. But number two is that we are so quick to think 
that we're getting the bargain, that we're getting the good side, that we're getting the steal. And sometimes we might, right? Sometimes we might be doing well, but most times we're just going to be using our resources in the wrong way. We're going to be buying things people don't need, and we're going to be readjusting our life to make us seem a little bit more happy. In reality, just because it's Christmas time, it doesn't mean we have to buy ourselves a new TV or a new video game console or new clothes. Yes, it's a nice thing to have. You might not have it right now, so you want something like that and make that the standard for you. Someone asked me just recently, they said, would you be willing to downgrade your lifestyle for one year in order to create abundance for the rest of your entire life? And I said, yes, I would. I would. But then I have a wife and I have a kid. What do I do with them? Do I just say, all right, we're going to go live in a tent or we're going to go live in an apartment? No, right? It's not going to work, especially because of the mindset of a woman is a little bit different than the mindset of a man. Because once you reach a certain lifestyle, that's what you become accustomed to. So for her to downgrade, it would be like, is he stepping up to the plate? Is he being a man? Of course, I can probably care less. But at the same time, I have a family that I want to raise. I have a family I will have to take care of. So how do I do that? Do I downgrade the life for a year to have a life full of abundance? Or do I create abundance without any downgrade? And that's what I did. I said, I'm not going to downgrade this year. I'm going to create abundance this year. I'm going to create abundance next year and the year after. There's no need to downgrade. There's no need to live below my means, even though I live well below my means. Because in a sense, I say I'm a minimalist, but I'm not. I like to not have too much stuff. If I don't need it, then I don't necessarily want all this extra stuff because it's just more clutter. And the more things I have to worry about, the less my brain is focused. And I'm always so focused on being focused. Because if I can't be focused, then I can't pay attention. Just recently, this past month or maybe two months, people have been asking me, Michael, how do you get all these ideas for all of your content from your, for your books, for your blogs, for your videos? And to be honest, I say, well, I don't really know. It just kind of comes to me. And then I started to think about maybe I was like reincarnated as like an educator or something or a philosopher. And I just have all this wisdom in my brain and I'm just uncovering it or I'm just thinking about it. My brain is just automatically moving or it's automatically acclimated to that. I thought that might be the case too. But then I said, you know what? The reason why I believe I can do all of these different things and to focus on all of these different tasks and have these new ideas. And sometimes I'm repetitive, which is fine. Content should be repetitive. So if I'm telling you something, two plus two is four, two plus two is four. And I keep saying it over and over and over again, the repetition is going to win out. If I even do a language, if I am telling you that gato is cat, gato is cat, gato is cat, what is gato? You would say cat. If we look at music, and I'm playing, let's say, solfege, and I'm going like, do mi so, like, do mi so, that right there. And I go, maybe do mi, and then you go, so, you are figuring out what's the last piece of the puzzle. Maybe my singing is not all that good. I have to warm up. I didn't warm up today. But what I can tell you is that I know that our brain is capable of finishing something. So if you start something, the brain will naturally finish it. Mary had a little, and if I don't say it, you're going to keep on saying it in your head. A, B, C, D, E, F, same thing. Music is the same thing as action. If I'm taking action and I'm doing something and I'm trying to complete something, our body, our brain, our something, our soul, our character, whatever is in us is saying, why are we not finishing this? Why are we not walking to completion and making sure this is done? Well, it's because we choose to ignore it. 
oh, wait, I have to do work? Mm. No, let me go on my smartphone. We have the best distraction in the world, a smartphone. Second will be your TV, maybe. Third will be our friends. But all in all, we are going to be looking to be as ineffective and to use as least amount of energy as we can every single day. But we have to begin to take more energy and put more energy into our days. So we start to look at the idea of good and bad. Would an action of doing good energy be a good thing or would it be a bad thing? Would us being on our smartphones or laying on the sofa doing nothing, especially when we have other things to do, be a good thing or a bad thing? And I think we have to define what is good, what is bad. Because it's easy for me to say, if you're watching TV after work, that is a bad thing. You can't do that. Guess what? That's your life. You can watch TV and you still can be successful. You can go out and you can drink every single day and you can still be successful. You can go out and you can buy all the cars in the world and you can still be successful. It doesn't matter what you do. It's how you do it. What you think about it. Because it might be a good thing to buy all these cars and then sell them or flip them or buy homes and then sell them and flip them. But guess what? Most people, they have everything backwards. They think, oh, I deserve this. I'm entitled. This is going to feel good, but it's not going to bring me to good. So I'm going to sit on the sofa and I'm going to watch TV because it's going to make me feel good, but it's not going to bring good. I'm going to eat this cake because it's going to make me feel good, but it's not going to bring good. I'm going to buy this car that I don't need. Because it's going to make me feel good, but it's not going to bring good. What would happen if we turned that around? I'm going to bring good so I can be good or I can feel good. Many of us don't want to live that way. Many of us would rather live backwards. And you wonder why you don't have a good life. You wonder why you're so focused on the negativity. The brain is a very easy muscle to form. You have to read. You have to be habitual in your habits. And then it changes. How you think on a constant basis, it has to change. And another question I get asked quite often is people ask, well, if someone can do all these wonderful things in their life, Michael, can't they be bad too? I say, yeah, of course they can be bad. But what we do here at Reverend Concepts is a little bit different. We only focus on the positive. Is it positive? Does it bring about positivity in someone's life, in the world, in your life, things like that? And it has to at least hit two, right? So if it's just positivity in your life and really not the majority of the population, then maybe it's not necessarily a good thing. But if it's your life, your family life, maybe friends, people around you, things like that, that they can feel that abundance and that overflowing wealth from you, then it's probably a good thing. So we have to just figure out what's good and what's bad. And money doesn't mean success or happiness doesn't come from money. But we do have to figure out what is good about money, what is good about our situation, what is good about our life. And I want you to do that today. I want you to take a piece of paper, get a little notebook or something, a pen and pad. And I just want you to write a list of all the things that are good in your life. And then eventually we'll get to the bad. But write down at least 25 things that are good in your life. It might be pretty difficult to get to those 25 things, but I want you to get there. Maybe you say I'm breathing. That's a good thing, right? Maybe you're listening to this episode and maybe you like me. That's a good thing, right? Maybe you don't like me, so it's a bad thing. Maybe you had a good meal today. It's a good thing. Maybe you had clothes today. It's a good thing, right? Maybe you had a roof over your head. That's a good thing. All of the good things, right? So we add all that up. Maybe you told someone to do something for you and they were on time and they did something for you, right? You had a favor done. It's a good thing. So add up all the good things. Try to get to 25. Now, the next step is going to be write down the bad things. But guess what? I'm going to cap you. I'm going to cap you at five. You can only write down five bad things. So I don't want to hear your bitching and moaning and writing down 25 different things because it's easy to write down the negative. And I only want you to write down five. So maybe you say it's cold in the house. Maybe you say that you stubbed your toe today. 
Maybe you say you got fired from your job. Maybe you say your dog bit you, right? Whatever you do, you can write that down in the bad section. And now you can look at the bad all you want. You can look at the good. You're going to see that regardless of what bad has happened in your life, you're going to see that it's going to be nullified basically because of the good. We need three positives to get rid of one negative. Three positives to get rid of one negative. Maybe we would need 30 to be 100% efficient for our mindset, but this is just the first step. I don't want you to be totally positive and thinking about, oh, I'm all positive and my future is bright and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be optimistic. We have to be realistic because most people, they just can't turn on optimism and then boom, I'm optimistic and everything is good. I'm looking on the bright side of everything. It doesn't work that way. Our mindset will not allow that to happen. Our subconscious mind is extremely powerful. We need to trick it. We can trick it. How do we trick it? Simple. We just do it in a step-by-step process. Write down 25 good things, five things bad. That's the first step, right? And then we start to look at the second step. Now that we understand our good things and our bad things, how often can I pay attention in my day about the good things? And get a little tally or something like that. Think about all the good things. So maybe you wake up in the morning. I woke up. Oh, great. I'm so happy I woke up. Click. Right? It's one. I'm going in the bathroom. I'm turning on the water. My water is not turned off. It's nice and hot. Click. Good. Right? Good thing to happen in my life. Then you say, okay, I'm going to go in my car. Car starts. Click. Good. I'm going to go into work and I'm going to go into the break room and see if there's any donuts left. There's a donut left. Good. Click. So now we're having all these good things happen to our life and we're just focusing on them. We didn't talk about that in the morning, you stepped in the cat and the cat scratched your leg. We're not going to talk about that you got in the car and the seat was wet because you left the sunroof open. We're not going to talk about on the way to work, you almost got in a car accident because someone tried to cut you off. We're not going to talk about those bad things. We're going to look at the good things. The only thing we're doing is we're training the brain to look at the good. Yeah, you could have had a rough moment in the morning that makes you focus on it. You're getting a car accident. It's going to be hard for the mind to be focused on the positive. You might say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not hurt bad, but you also have to ask yourself, is this real, right? Like I was kind of cracks and now I have to deal with all of this. I have to get a rental car. Maybe I have to deal with his insurance company because insurance companies are a joke. Now I'm being inconvenienced because someone else wasn't paying attention or someone else wasn't being a good driver. I can understand how you will be upset because of that, but that's a moment. That's an opportunity for you to pay attention. That's an opportunity for you to look at this person to see their life. Is it good or is it bad? And if you look deeply, you might notice that their life might not be all that good. You might notice that they're stressed out. They have bags under their eyes. Maybe their cars, you know, disheveled in the back. They have a lot on their plate too. Many people have a lot on their plate. Many people are struggling to get by right now. And it's not because of inflation only. It's because of poor mindsets. Because you can have a great mindset and you can still be doing good. If you have a good mindset, you can make ends meet every single day, every single week. But many people are giving themselves this pessimistic type of mindset and is making it very, very difficult for them to walk into life. Life has become very heavy for them. How can we relinquish that weight, good and bad? And this is the time of year that you're going to be around family. This is the time of year that you're going to be around loved ones, hopefully. And if not, you know, go to RevenConcepts.com or send me a message in an email. And we could talk. I know last year I was talking to quite a bit of people on email and then text messages, my clients, because they were getting ready for the new year, basically. So they were getting ready to change and they're getting ready to put in the work. And of course, 
this happens with everyone. This is just not just my clients is that you're going to start, but you might not finish. And it's because our mindset is just not there. We give ourselves excuses. We give ourselves obstacles. We give ourselves hardship that doesn't have to be there. How can we give ourselves the good rather than the bad? And it starts with our mindset. And we have to understand if we can look at the good things, and it's very easy right now to look at either or. Maybe you're stuck outside or you're all alone on Christmas Day. Maybe you got kicked out from the family because of some dispute or some type of altercation. And now you're all alone. You're a lone wolf. You don't have a pack. You don't have a tribe. And now you're just looking at your life and you're saying, what's the point? The bad. But then you can look on the other side. You have a Christmas tree that's decorated and underneath it are going to be full of gifts from your loved ones or for your family. And that right there can bring you so much joy. You look at the good. You look how blessed you are because there's people in the world who don't have that. There's people in the world who wish that they can have that. And to be honest, there's going to be people in the world who wish they can listen to this podcast. And it's not that the podcast is good. It's just that they don't have headphones or they don't have a smartphone or internet. So if you're listening to this, you're already blessed. You're already halfway there to the good. And it's just that we have to focus on it. You're going to be always challenged around the family, especially now where you're finally seeing family members maybe for you know the first time in a couple of years, where now you're saying, okay, let me get used to this personality again. Or, oh, this is why I only see them once a year, two times a year for around holidays, because everyone has their own agenda. Everyone has their own circumstance. Everyone has their own way of being. And if someone else is going to push your buttons, and maybe they even know how to push your buttons, especially family members, so you have siblings, they know how to push your buttons. But guess what? They're going to be pushing those buttons. And it might not be because they are mad at you or they hate you. It's because that they know and they can appreciate you. Because if you weren't alive, they couldn't push those buttons. They're looking at the good. They're not looking at the bad. You're looking at the bad. You're looking at all the bad stuff that they're doing to you rather than, I'm glad I have this person here because maybe one day they won't be there. And maybe one day you're going to miss that. Similar to how parents, I think they miss their kids and they are all grown up and out of the house. In the beginning, it's very difficult. Wet diapers, crying, breaking stuff, doing things that they're not supposed to be doing, climbing things they're not supposed to be climbing, getting hurt. But then when they're all grown up and they're all gone, what's the purpose, right? What's your mission? And you already accomplished their life. Now they're going off and creating their own life. When you look around at your family this year, I want you to pay attention. Not at the people who get on your nerves or the people who did wrong by you, but I want you to look at the role they played in your life, the good good role. What did they do good? Just one thing. And anyone can find one thing. They held the door open for you. Maybe they passed the potatoes. Maybe they said good morning. It could be simple. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose. Pay attention to the good and understand that that person helped shape you. That person helped make you who you are today. And for me, I'm blessed that I'm going to be spending time with my family around Christmas and all the people who had an impact in my life, all the people who helped me become the person I was supposed to become person who I am today. Because if I wasn't the person that I am today, or if I didn't go on the paths that I went on, who knows where I would be? Would I be here talking to you? Maybe, maybe not. But what I can tell you is everyone played a role in my development. Everyone played a role in my safety and my survival. Because if you're a parent, you know especially how difficult it is to raise a kid. And I was just talking to my mom the other day. She was saying that I almost died when I was a kid because they were giving me antibiotics that I was allergic to. You know, that whole aspect of dealing with a child, especially a newborn, is a very scary thing. 
It takes unconditional love for someone to give themselves, give their life for another human being. And I want you to look around and I want you to look at all the unconditional love that has happened in your life. It might not be today. It might not be now. You might not be able to see it, but it was there. And that might be the best Christmas gift of all. It's not the PS5 or the Xbox X Slim, whatever they got now is looking at one of the Black Friday ads. And I'm just thinking in my head, at one point it was something I wanted, but now I find true pleasure in talking to you and to creating content of building the brand of Revan Concepts and really helping people with their mindset and really helping people change their life. Because it might seem like a daunting task to many, but to me, it seems like something that's so possible. And I give myself all these crazy ideas of leadership and of where I'll be and who I'm going to be in front of all those people that I'm helping to grow and to prosper and to change and to become the person that they desire to be, to look at their goals and to see the results and to reach those results. I'm driven. I'm driven to help people get there. And it was something that I had to really pay attention to because even though I was a swim coach, even though I developed a systematic plan to help people become good swimmers, I didn't look at what I was doing on the inside, their mindset, how brave I was making them, how strong I was making them, how resilient to the world I was making them. And it was just part of the process. It was part of my training. Now I do that for the world. Now I do that for individuals and I do it for companies and I do it for you. I do it for the listeners. I do it for the people who support me. I do it for the people who don't support me because they have to listen to my content to even know that I exist probably. So they're going to listen. And I want you to keep on listening and I want you to keep on finding the gems and I want you to keep on finding the gold. I want you to be successful too. I want you to look at your life and I want you to be happy about it. I don't want to look at someone and say, I wish bad on you because that will just be wishing bad on me. I'm not here to focus on the negative. I'm here to focus on the positive. And I help people focus on the positive. And I do want to wish everyone a happy holiday because right now you're probably in the midst of family time and dealing with everything. But I just want you to take a step back and I want you to pay attention to everything that's in front of you. And I want you to say thank you. You don't have to say to them. Just say thank you. It doesn't have to be to a deity or anything. Just say thank you and watch how your soul moves. You're going to find that it gives you motivation. It gives you the courage. It gives you the power to push on. Regardless of what is in front of you, regardless of what challenges you might have, regardless of the bad in your life, because we all have circumstances that we all have to overcome. It just depends how we look at it. Being an optimist is one of those things that's going to take some time. So I want you to look at the bright side. I want you to look at the positive. I want you to look at the good. And then the bad is also going to be there to embellish the good. Because if you had all good and no bad, how would you know what's good? If you had all success and no failure, how would you know what success is? It's the same thing. We have to have both sides of the coin because if we just had one, we would not be living life truly. It's about the pain sometimes because the pain makes you focus and the pain makes you pay attention. The pain can change your life. And of course, I don't want pain to be a part of the plan or part of your process, but sometimes it has to be. Sometimes we're just so stubborn that we need it to happen. I want you to hug your loved ones. I want you to say thank you. I want you to look at the good and I want you to look at the bad, but I want you to focus on the good more in your days in this coming year because you're going to start to see that life can change for the better. You just have to make it happen. Again, I wish everyone happy holidays and I'll see everyone on the next episode of Coaching a Session. Until then, everyone take care.